Russia calls it fake news. President Trump calls it the work of an animal. Another chemical attack in Syria is just one of several reasons the land of Bible prophecy is once again in the headlines. And the implications are amazing. But before we get to today's program, here's a message from our producer, Kevin. Hi, I'm Kevin, the producer of Today in Prophecy, and I'd like to thank you for watching this week's episode. If you're blessed by this show, please consider subscribing to our channel. Once you subscribe, you'll be able to stay up to date with all our latest videos. Now let's get back to the program. I'm Tom Hughes. Welcome to Prophecy Update on Hope for Our Times. Ezekiel 38 and 39 give a remarkably detailed account of a massive future invasion of Israel from the north. The prophecy lists a large group of nations, starting with Russia and Iran. Several of those ancient nations were located in what we now call Turkey. On April 4th, the Daily Mail ran a story with the headline, Putin Cements Alliance with Iran and Turkey at Syria Summit. Uh, folks, this is truly stunning. A few weeks ago, I talked about the new axis of evil in the world, including Russia, Iran, and Turkey. Right now, those three nations are building a vast military stronghold in Syria and Lebanon, the two nations that sit on Israel's northern border. When I first heard of the latest chemical attack, I had my doubts. After all, it was only a few days ago when Donald Trump told the world that he wants the U.S. out of Syria. And then came the new chemical attack. According to the New York Times, within hours, images of dead families sprawled in their homes threatened to change Mr. Trump's calculus on Syria, possibly drawing him deeper into an intractable Middle Eastern war that he hoped to leave. Why would Syria do it? Did they do it? When Russia called it fake news, maybe a false flag operation, it made sense. But President Trump makes his case that it had to be a Syrian action. And he is stating that there's going to be a big price to pay. Even though this latest attack may have delayed U.S. withdrawal, it seems unlikely that the president will change his mind about leaving. And the U.S. withdrawing from Syria has profound prophetic implications. We know from the Bible that America will not be involved when Israel is invaded. And with this massive military force on their doorstep and no American forces nearby, Israel will feel vulnerable. The withdrawal of the United States won't cause Ezekiel 38, but it may be part of the reason Israel will be willing to confirm a treaty with the Antichrist soon after the rapture. Antichrist power will seem to be the only way to guarantee Israel's safety. Uh, given that, I still see the Ezekiel 38 prophecy as something that is in the future. I don't think it will happen tomorrow. But what could happen at any moment, we could wake up tomorrow morning and find that Israel destroyed Damascus last night exactly as the prophecy of Isaiah says it will. Sadly, the shocking atrocities of Damascus that we are hearing about fit perfectly with one of the reasons Israel will fulfill that prophecy. But there is more. As you think about how close we may be to all that is about to unfold, consider that in recent days, 
Gaza has again shown that it is little more than a terrorist camp. The West Bank may soon become another Gaza. Israelis are war weary and may soon be willing to do anything for peace. But their future treaty with Antichrist will give them little peace. Instead, it will mark the beginning of the tribulation. But here's the amazing thing and the good news. When the Russian-led attack on Israel finally takes place, it will utterly fail. But it will not be stopped by human means. If the weapons Putin announced a few weeks ago are as effective as he claims, no man-made defense system in the world will be able to stop them. But Russia and company will be stopped. God himself promises to stop them. This will trigger several amazing last days events leading quickly to the return of Jesus to earth. Listen, do you know that when you die, you're going to be in heaven, that you're forgiven of your sins? If you do not know that, then pray this with me. Ready? Let's pray. Dear Lord Jesus, I admit that I'm a sinner, but I want to be forgiven. Right now, I repent of my sin and unbelief and surrender to you as Lord. I will follow you all the days of my life. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Uh, please visit the Know Jesus page at HopeForOurTimes.com to find out what it means to have a personal relationship with Jesus Christ. Until next time, God bless. Now here's our producer, Kevin, with an important message for you. Thanks for watching and being a part of this week's program. Before you go, I'd like to invite you to visit our new website, HopeForOurTimes.com and check out the many resources we have to offer. On our website, we have books, DVDs, and daily news articles that will always keep you up to date and well informed about the times we're living in. God bless, and we'll see you next time.